In the United States, approximately 876,000 abortions took place in 2018. That number appears to be trending down. But please keep in mind that there are chemical options for abortion now that are not recorded by the CDC or the Guttmacher's latest survey. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Evangelist Alfreda Lockett Evans. I'm from Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. Tonight's podcast has a universal message. Now, this was initially written around Christmas time back in 2012. But it still has relevance today, so we're going to talk about it. The topic is Jesus Loves You. Yes, many of us have learned a a little children's song entitled Jesus Loves Me. goes like this. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. Remember that one? According to Wikipedia, that song is a Christian hymn that was originally written as a poem in a novel by Anna Bartlett Warner in 1860. The poem was written to comfort a dying child. The tune and chorus were added in 1862 by William Bachelder Bradbury and has become one of the most popular Christian hymns in churches throughout the world. Now, this is one thing that we can rest assured about. We can rest assured that Jesus loves us unconditionally, just as the song says. He doesn't like the sin that men commit, but he loves the sinner. Now, we're approaching that time of year when many people are full of joy and excitement. That's the Christmas season. Christmas is a very special time during which we exchange gifts and we display love for our fellow man. And during this time, Christmas cards are shared and hugs are plentiful. Yes, Jesus is the reason for the season. Now, it is true that some people attempt to desecrate the holiday season by boozing it up and doing things that have nothing to do with Christ. But we don't worry about that because in spite of what some people do, the season really is all about Jesus. There are some people that lie about a portly little man that slides down a chimney, filling stockings and leaving toys. And other people forget the purpose of the season and buy or charge themselves into so much debt that it takes them a whole year to get out of it. We don't advocate that anyone should do those foolish things because the season really is about Jesus. There are other people who complain because we don't know exactly when Jesus was born and they refuse to celebrate Christmas. We do choose to celebrate Christmas because 
although we might not know when he was born, we know for a fact that he was born. Many people may be happy during the Christmas holiday season, and there will be others who are overwhelmed with sadness. The older I get and the more friends and family members that I lose to death, the more I am able to understand the sadness that some may feel around Christmas. On television, we see large groups of family members and friends gather for fun and fellowship on Christmas Day. Some people may lament that this is how everybody lives except themselves. Of course, we know that this is not true. Other people may be sad because they do not have the same amount of money to spend at Christmas time that they once had. Retirement, the downturn in our economy, job losses have affected us all. Some people may even feel that they have no one to love them. It is for that last group of people particularly that I say these words. Jesus loves you. If you still have life, you are blessed. In spite of good health and strength, a roof over their heads, food on the table, and clothes on their backs, some people still complain. However, these material things are blessings from God, and we should be thankful for what we have. How do we know that Jesus loves us? The answer lies in that little song that I sung when we first opened up. Jesus loves me because the Bible tells us so. It's the last word on anything we need to know. It lets us know that God is love and that he first loved us. He gave his son Jesus Christ to die for our sins. To quote the late great Apostle Lobius Murray, founder of Full Gospel Holy Temple Churches Incorporated, if you believe it, say amen. There are some people who do not believe or cannot receive the truth of the love of Jesus because they think that they have done so much wrong in their lifetime that their sins are unforgivable. They are unable to forgive themselves and do not realize the breadth and the depth of forgiveness that Jesus' love has made available to us. Let's look at the lives of a few really, I'm going to call them bad historical characters. Most of us will agree that these people did a lot of wrongs. These names are taken from the top 10 most evil men by Jay Freighter, and that's found at www.listverse.com forward slash 2007 forward slash 0905 forward slash top dash 10 dash most evil men. And I accessed that 11-29-2012. I've included five of the 10 listed, and I'll tell you why they're considered to be the worst. You may even remember some or all of them. The first one is a man named Idi Amin Dada. Idi Amin was the president of Uganda in 1972. He was responsible for the death of between 80 to 500,000 people. The next person is King Leopold II of Belgium. King Leopold died in 1909. Before his death, 
he caused over three million Condoleezza to be murdered. Pol Pot was another pretty bad guy. He was the leader of the Khmer Rouge and the Prime Minister of Cambodia from 1976 to 1979. During that time, he caused over two million Cambodians, which was approximately one-third of the population of that country, to die. Adolf Hitler was appointed Chancellor of Germany in 1933. He brought death and destruction to tens of millions of people, including the genocide of some six million Jews in what we now call the Holocaust. And the last person on this list that I'm going to share was Joseph Stalin. Stalin was the general secretary of the Communist Party. The total number of people murdered under Stalin's reign ranged from 10 to 60 million people. But guess what? In spite of all the evil that these men did, in spite of all the people that had to give their lives because of them, even these men, if they had just called on the name of Jesus and repented of their sins, they could have been saved. Why do we know that? Because of the scripture that I'm going to read called John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 15.13 declares, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Jesus Christ laid down his life for all of us, including the bad guys that I named. And if he did it for them, he did it for you. Can you think of anyone who would die for you? Not many of us can, but guess what? Jesus already did just that. When we were at our worst, Jesus died for us. And why did he do that? He did it because he loves us. There are some people that we might consider hard to love. They may fall into our really, really hard to love groups like child rapists, mass murderers. Some of you may even think that you fall into this group. But look at this scripture, Romans 5, 6 through 8. For when ye were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commended his love towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. No matter what you have done, you are not too tough for Jesus' love to be extended to you. Before I close, there is one group of people I would especially like to comfort, and that is those who either have had an abortion, female, or who might have contributed to the death of a child through abortion, such as a husband, boyfriend, or parent. 
This is a sin that takes a severe emotional toll on the involved people. It is truly a hard-hearted person who can murder an innocent child, embryo, or fetus and walk away unscathed. Sometimes the emotional toll shows up years later. There are even those who fear that they cannot be forgiven by Jesus for this sin. But I declare unto you that even this sin can be forgiven through the love of Jesus. I was a graduate student at Texas Women's University a few years ago, several years ago, when a group of young nurses from Russia who were touring the United States came to our campus. We had an opportunity to exchange ideas with them through an interpreter about nursing in our various roles. The question arose concerning the most frequently utilized method of birth control in Russia, and the answer astounded us. It was abortion. Now, this discussion was really held years and years ago, but I was curious about how things had changed in that country. I checked the internet to determine what the most frequently used method of birth control is today, and it is abortion. In an article entitled, Abortion Remains Top Birth Control Option in Russia, dated 6-2808, the interviewee stated, Despite an abundance of new family planning options, the lack of public awareness and prohibitive expenses like $25 per month packs of birth control. That means many women still see abortion as their only choice. In spite of these astounding crimes against the ordinance of God, Jesus still loves those women. And let's not let America off the hook. You don't hear a lot about teen uh, births being uh, outrageous anymore. And we think we've done a good job with changing teenagers' minds about premarital sex, but that's not the case. The reason we don't hear so much about the astounding rate of teen births is because they're killing the babies even today through abortion. Let's not relax about this thing called abortion. It is still murder, and it's happening at an astounding rate, sometimes even approved by parents. We've got to pray for these young people. We can't just look at Russia and other countries and say how awful they are that they're doing it. It's happening even at our very doors. But remember this, whether the individual has committed one murder or one million, whether a person has committed one abortion or 50, Jesus is able to love them, save them, and deliver them. He hates the sin, but he loves the sinner. So no matter what state you find yourself in today, just call on the name of Jesus. Repent of your sins. Allow his unprecedented abundant love to turn your life around. People, Jesus loves you.